You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Hi, I'm your host, Mr. You. Please enjoy this brief perspective specifically for your ears. A few minutes of your time just might change your mind. We're keeping it all the way short. Social distancing for real. All right, so I've been around for a little while. Not really saying I'm an expert or anything, but just I've been around for a while. Social distancing is a recent term to me. It kind of came in the midst of one of the most polarizing times in recent history. If you've been around the past two years and you're older than three, you get it. It was essentially presented as a mandate to stay separate so that people would not spread disease or cause a disease or sickness to be prolonged. We were told to stay at least six feet apart. Don't attend any gatherings. Wash your hands. Stay away from people and stay home. Wear a mask. Until everybody got better. Maybe one day when we have more time, we can talk about viruses being made in labs and being disseminated in test areas. Oh, all right, let's move on. Let's move on. I want to talk about a different kind of social distancing, though. Okay. Oh, no, there's another one. Yeah. Yes, unfortunately, there is another kind. It's not mandated. But we kind of function in it every day. Like it's a rule or a mandate. It's the distancing that takes place on our social media. What am I talking about? Give me a second. I'll take you there. This could just be a Mr. You thought. I have plenty of those. And maybe nobody else felt this way, but when social media first arrived on the scene, I guess maybe as far back as Friendster in 2002 and MySpace. Remember that? In 2003. That felt like a lifetime ago. Wow. Maybe you remember Hot or Not. In 2000, that was crazy. But either way, I was always under the impression that social media was supposed to be a point of connection. Facebook loved to promote their platform as an opportunity to connect with old classmates, distant family members, and making new friends based on shared interests. Instagram offered a way to share photos and special moments with your friends, just to name a couple. But in the midst of all this sharing, it felt like the connection part kind of fell flat. Something changed, and I wonder if you felt it too. But what was it? What actually changed? Well, according to the data, there are six new profiles created every second on social media. Sounds impressive, huh? But what I hear and see when I talk to people is that they don't have social media accounts anymore. Or if they do, they hardly ever use them. Why is that? They're distancing themselves from social media, probably. And for good reason in many scenarios. But if it's the premier connection place for people worldwide, why is this trend seeming to pop up so often? Why is this happening so much more frequently? Something's changed, but what is it? Was it because people realized the platform would never replace authentic attempts at relationships, perhaps? Did people start coming to grips with the fact that the old school of communication maybe wasn't so bad after all? Did social media become more of a crutch? Or a nuisance rather than a place of connection? Hmm? Are people starting to figure out that an email maybe isn't as heartfelt or thoughtful as a handwritten letter? 
Maybe. Maybe that post that received multiple likes doesn't hit as different when somebody looks you in the eye and says, that was such a great post. It really helped me see some things differently. Perhaps posting something heartfelt and deeply meaningful to you and seeing a laughing emoji just doesn't inspire encouragement to keep sharing your heart. I don't know. I would never venture to try and improve social media. I'd love to be on a part of a committee that kind of improves communication. No, that'd be great. That'd be fun. It would have nothing to do with emojis or likes or thumbs ups. I would like all the people who are in love with sharing photos of themselves, doing laundry and posting videos of themselves, driving home with their kids in the backseat. Think about this for a minute. Just for a minute. Who do you want to see this? I mean, we're always talking about relationships, but now we're talking about social media and connection and why we do what we do and, and why we are part of this machine. Before you hit send, before you post, who do you want to see this? What kind of reaction would you like to have? Is the goal of the reaction to make you feel good? To make you feel valuable? To make you feel like you're part of the group? Who do you want to see this? And you give me the post. And what kind of reaction do you want to have? And why do you want that reaction? If nothing else, three takeaways. Before you hit send, who do you want to see this? What kind of reaction do you want? And why do you want it? If your social media account for some reason wasn't working for several days, would you pick up your phone or sit down with the people you want to see your photos and videos? Would you take time with them and be intentional about that if you couldn't use social media? Asking for a friend. Would you look them in the eye and talk to them and tell them how you feel and then listen to how they feel? If you couldn't use your social media, would you be able to know how to connect without the use of a keyboard? Could you tell them that you liked or love what they said and they would know you are sincere without a social media account? Social distancing. It's not my attempt at a conspiracy theory, but it's really starting to look like social media hinders more than it helps. I got family across the country and the world, to be honest. And I'm sure sending a message on WhatsApp is easier than picking up the phone. It may even cost less, too, in some cases. But is it really better than picking up the phone? I can text a relative in California when I hear about wildfires breaking out again and normally get a quick response saying, yes, we're okay, we're safe. It's easier, but is it better? We laugh at posts and watch videos of puppies and babies for hours. Sometimes, Longer than we should because we find ourselves in that Instagram rabbit hole. But is it good for us? If you're a part of a group or organization with people in it, those are opportunities. Those people represent opportunities. We can say we didn't have a chance to say hello or to give that a hug or shake that a hand, but we have hours and hours and hours on social media to like everything we see and watch all the videos and reels we want. Come on. What would happen? Just let's use our imagination today. What would happen if you distance yourself from social media and the people that you can't see who you don't know and create less distance with the people you know who you can see? I'm actually again. 
what happens if you distance yourself from social media and the people that you can't see, who you don't know, and create less distance with the people that you do know, who you can see. It might help. We're keeping it all the way short. Coach out. Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.